You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I mean, if it goes down here, you have to take a leadership role okay. right away. It's going to be like Lord of the Flies in here. Kind of. Yeah. I mean, I think that there's enough. I think we're, we're in a power position because we're kind of a, at a gatekeeper spot. But I think what's going to have to happen is I'm going to have to go around door to door and figure out who's on our side. And if they're not, we're going to have to deal with Actually, that. Actually, we're, we're in pretty good uh, in setting here because we have the two rooms. Well, what I want to make sure is that we get uh, floor four. I want floor four on our side. We sandwich floor three. You don't want to be on floor four. No, I floor want floor four. No, floor four. you want floor four is power. That's the that's one of the main uh, things. We have I to get it. Know. We'll we'll figure this out. Okay. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, and available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. We have a ton of stuff to get to today. I do want to say thank you, of course, right off the bat, to everybody who goes to funemploymentradio.com and clicks on the Expedia oh, link. Oh, the Expedia link. I was wondering what link you were going to say. A pleasant way to book your travel. It's a wonderful, calming, calming experience to mm-hmm. go to funemploymentradio.com on your mobile device or your laptop or your tablet or however it is you uh, you know, survey the World Wide Web. Just go to funemploymentradio.com <laughs> and click on the Expedia <laughs> link. You and I are having talking problems Talking today. problems. Good thing that's what we do for a living. Uh, so yeah. Please uh, go there and click on the Expedia link. All right. Uh, right off the bat, I'm going to say this. Uh, for those of you listening live or via podcast, there. well, I guess nah, either way, um, right now, Portland, where we are broadcasting from, is in the middle of a big old windstorm. A big so, old windstorm. Big old windstorm. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and it's knocking out power all around the city. The last I looked, I think it was like 160,000 people. Yeah, not just around the city. It's all over Oregon, too. Yeah. Yeah, so there's a there's a lot of uh, things that are going on with that. Lots so, of people without power, Greg. So what we want to just say is, if we get cut off, it's probably because the power went out. So I'll I'll still put the podcast up as is, but this way you know if it just suddenly ends, if for no reason, for however whether you're listening live or downloading it, uh, that is what's going uh, what's going to happen. So that's uh, why why we're having this. I know. I think I still have power at my house, but I don't know. There's a bunch of branches and stuff, and there's, like, trees down all over, all over the city. So if you are in Portland, drive carefully today. But we were talking about this. Like, if the power were to go out mm-hmm. here at our building, because we broadcast out of our studio, is uh, the Fun Employment Radio Studios is in a building full of a bunch of other businesses, too. It's yes. kind of a – like, there, there's tons of different businesses here. Each floor – I don't know. What is there? Four floors? Yeah. Four floors. Four, four, four floors. That now you've so made hard. that hard Stop for me to say. That. I- that is not a good phrase. Four floors. Four floors. So there's four floors, and so lots of different businesses. And I was thinking about it. You know, if the power went out, or if like there was a really big storm and we were stuck here in this building, we'd have to organize pretty quick to make sure we were in a power position. Now, why would we be stuck inside of the building? Are, are the locks just all going to lock us in? Or well, if there's thinking? if it's too stormy it's, outside to leave, we can't leave. And if there's chaos out on the streets, mm-hmm. so I've already come up with some ideas here of how. You know, we can make sure that we are the leaders of this block, if you will. Like, if this whole city went into chaos. But I don't really want to be a leader. I just want to survive. I'm a survivor. That's how you survive. No, you got to get to the top and then make sure everybody's in line. I don't strangers in a point of, of turmoil. I think what we would have to do, well, fine then. I mean, you know, you may get cast out. I don't know. We have That's some, just... like, hash browns here and a couple beers. We'll be fine for, like, a day. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, we'd be fine in here, but we need to gather all the resources from everybody else and make sure everybody's on our team. 
because we want to make sure that we survive and we're the leaders of this block because somebody's going to get kicked out. I mean, I've watched enough of these shows to understand that. What shows? Uh, I don't know, like The Walking Dead or like uh, shows where people are isolated among groups. Somebody's going to get kicked out because they got to take their rage out on somebody, and I don't want it to be us. So if we're there are at the a lot top, of rageful people in our building. There are. There's there a are lot some of ang- unfriendly motherfuckers who who reside in this building. Not reside, but who work in this building. Oh yeah, oh yeah. There there definitely are. And so I think what we should probably do is. You know, we should go around door to door and just be, hey, are you with us? You know, and then we'll say like, hey, we've got a great green room you can hang out in. That'll be like the privilege room, you know, for people to come in there. And we're going to be friendly with everybody. But if somebody's not on our side, you know, then we'll have to we'll have to take up sides. I mean, really, it's going to become a battle here, which is why I'm saying if we have the fourth floor when the power goes out mm-hmm. and the apocalypse starts but if here. The, all right, but I don't think that we'd want the fourth floor because if it, the power does go out for this impending Portland apocalypse, um, wouldn't we want to be closer to the ground? Well, you Because if the building blows over or something, like, the we shouldn't not be gonna, upstairs. No, I'm more concerned about people coming inside. We have to barricade the doors and lock everybody in here. That's, that's step number one. And assess the resources. So we have to talk about the resources you know, that we have um, you know, for each room because I, all these businesses are different. So I don't know what's in. We could have like a snack business in here somewhere. We want to get the snack people on our side. Somebody could be a, a oh, snack business. Oh, it's really business. windy outside. Yeah, see, exactly. Yeah, this I'm could happen gonna... at any time. Well, I, I just kind of – I don't think that I want to support you or join you in your quest to try and co- – I just kind of want to be left alone. Are you saying you're against me? So you'd be against me. I'm not saying I'm against you. I'm just not saying I'm for you. I think your tune would change once I make friends with the snack person, wherever that is. One of these rooms has got to have snacks in it. And I want to be friends with the snack person. And so we'll get the snack people involved. We've got a bunch of, like, tattoo parlors. I guess they've got, like, sharp instruments. We can get, like, our jail tats. Uh, Yeah, we'd all have to get a jail. Our prison tats. We'd all have to instantly get tattoos. Yeah. Yeah. We'd have to get, like, teardrops on our faces. Something like that. Something that symbolizes the fact that we are, you know, now our own group. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, uh, what would we call it? Uh, Gregatropolis or something like that? Oh, my. No. You know, something something along those. I'm just pitching out names because it would obviously have to be named. Uh, And then, you know, once we get everybody on our side, then we'll find out who's against us. And then we exclude them. From certain things. I mean, I'm picturing this could end up being, uh, you know, some where it's, things are sectioned off. You know, we don't know who's going to be on our side or not. I mean, there's there's people in here that don't like us. No, I mean, most people don't like the, us. Uh, the, and we're extremely likable. I don't think most people don't like us. I think there's just a lot of crabby people. In I think the most people don't like a lot of people here. Like, yeah. they're not friendly. They're not like the usual, us. like, Portland niceties where you're like, oh, hello. No, like yeah. Not, there's some, there are some people, like the newer people are usually nicer, but the people who have been here for a while. It turns you. They, yeah, it turns, it it turns, turns you to the here. dark side. Yes. Yeah, definitely. There's a uh, psychiatrist lady that's near our, our we room. Talk she about hates psychiatry. me. Yeah, how can you help other people with your problems if you're such a bitch? I did not say that. Sarah said that. Mm, I said that. So, so that's how we would have to do this, though, because, I mean, this windstorm is pretty serious. I think it's a distinct possibility we be, could become trapped here, and we have to, we have to organize ourselves. That's that's all I'm saying. You know, you always have to have a plan no matter where you are. No, see, I think that I would be better as the leader, even though I don't desire to be the leader, because I have a lot more power outage experience than you do. Hell, I even grew up without power for six months. For six months without power? For six months when I was a kid, when we lived in Spain. We lived on the coast of Spain, and we lived in this uh, beach house thing, which wasn't a glamorous beach house. It was this concrete beach house on the coast, and we didn't have any electricity. All we had were candles. Wow. Yeah. 
I remember huh. the smell too. It always smelled like mildew because it was it was very cold and windy, but it was pretty. And I don't really remember it very well because I was really young, and that was right when we moved to Spain. Because then we ended up moving on to the Navy base after that. But for the first few months. No power, huh? No power. Wow. Okay. Well, that is that's a long why, time. That's why my sister and I loved playing dress up and everything for so like we weren't really allowed to watch TV, so we had like a giant trunk full of dolls and like old, you know, like thrift store clothes and my mom's like, "All right, go play." Oh, so it would just be dress up for That's what my mom says that she a lot. <laughs> she's just, That's exactly she's like, "Oh god, I let you girls be too creative." I'm like, "What are you talking about, mom? Don't you like my pink hair?" I don't know. What, <laughs> I don't know what you're saying. Uh, yeah, that does explain quite a bit. Now, I mean, we would go without power for a few days at a time because I was out in the country and so if like a line went down, it could mm-hmm. be days before they get out there to fix it. Oh yeah. So, any kind of windstorm, usually a few times a year. And I remember as a kid going to school and we would have to heat up water on the wood stove in order to t- take a sponge bath over the sink because that's the only thing that we could do. Wow. So we had a wood stove. Thankfully, I don't remember we had if I heat. Sponge bath. That's weird. Well, because I still had to go to school. Like the school bus is still And you didn't came. want to be the stinky guy. You know, you don't want to be the stinky kid. Don't I mean, my mom wasn't going to let me be the stinky kid. But it was still a whole thing of, yeah, heating up the water on the wood stove. So maybe it didn't boil, but it would get really warm. Warm enough. And then you'd have to take a sponge bath over the sink. I remember Were hating Were you a it. particularly smelly kid? Well, no. But, I mean, any kid, you go for four days. I mean, we'd be well, out of power boys. for like four or five days. You guys days. have like a weird smell. Uh, yeah. Even I'm, now. I mean, I don't I don't think I smell now. I shower quite regularly. I'm at least one to two times a day sometimes. But I don't smell. What are you saying? What are you I'm implying? Not saying anything. Have you showered today? No, but I don't smell. Uh, I hate people like that. Yeah, no, I don't smell. I hate people that don't smell. No, I mean, I'm not saying I never smell. No, but I right know now, I, I currently up, don't smell. I know I end up smelling, which is why I sh- make sure I shower mm. regularly. I used to be roommates. You cannot, by the way, let me just tell you this. If we're stuck in this room during the uh, great blowpocalypse of 2017 in Portland, if we mm-hmm. have a blackout, you are not sponge bathing in the sink. Well, I'm going to have to. You are not. You know, the green room sink is off limits the for green sponge room, baths. We'll be taking sponge baths you in the green room. Absolutely. Well, no, no sponge baths allowed. That's what's going to happen, so I'm sorry. I mean, that's you're going to have to get used to that. I'll be sponge bathing, bathing at least twice yeah, a day. Why couldn't you just use baby wipes or something? Like, why are why were you sponge there bathing? There weren't really baby wipes back then, or that, if of there were, there were baby wipes back why then. Why would my parents have like a giant for thing of baby wipes? For emer- my mom, they probably them all had. The time. Some. She's like a germaphobe, so she always has them. And she's like, Sarah, clean off your hands. I think you're forgetting that I'm old, and <laughs> that wasn't. Uh, I don't know. We we didn't have a ton of baby wipes. Okay, Sorry. First of all, you're we're, not, we're not that old. You're only a few years older than me. We don't have a lot of baby wipe m- money. I don't know. I couldn't explain that. Well, they couldn't. You couldn't be throwing around the cash at that expensive baby wipe money. I don't know. What are you making fun of me? Are you calling me a poor kid? Is that what you're doing? Oh my god, baby wipes are not expensive, and they also existed a hundred years ago when you were a kid. I don't think so. Maybe they did. I don't know. I, oh my god. Obviously I was not in the market for baby wipes when I was 6 years old. I wasn't I wasn't out purchasing baby wipes. So I don't know. I couldn't tell you. Anyway, baby wipes were invented in 1951. Okay, fine. Fine. Whatever. Maybe we had some of those too, but that's not going to be enough to fully bathe yourself in ba- bathe yourself <laughs> in baby, baby wipes. wipes <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have them back then. You just got to you just clean the important parts. <sighs> oh god. Okay. You're I don't know why you're disturbing me quite a bit right now. What? I'm sorry. The fact of you boiling water in your living room and sponge bathing yourself is much more disturbing. What else was I supposed to do? Baby wipes, even though they weren't invented back then. (laughs) We didn't have a giant stockpile of baby wipes. I'm sorry. 
Jeez. You heat anyway. up water, and, and that's what All we right, would so do. That's going to be the number one rule in the in the um, blackout. Do we have baby wipes here? What would you do right now? How would you bathe? Do you have I a stockpile bathe. of baby wipes? I don't care if you think I smell. I'm not going to bathe here. No, that's see, that's going to be an issue. Then you're going to have to go to the other side. You're going to have to just go to, go to the restroom, and, and there's you know paper towels and soap. We're going to put you down on the first floor. Yeah, you might be stuck down there because mm. I don't know if that's going to that's going to really work out. So. Anyway, where were we? Yes, I, we would have power out outages for like a few days at a time. That that was it. We didn't have it for months, though. We did uh, when I lived on Wib. So after we lived in Spain, we moved to Whidbey Island, which is an island up in Washington State. And it was the same thing where it's like pretty isolated. So I lived in a small town up there. And when the power would go out, yeah, it would be out for like a couple weeks at a time. And yeah, just sit there, and I would I would sit listening to my listening to my cassette player. I'd listen to Wilson Phillips over and mm-hmm. over and over again, mm-hmm. and we had all kinds of candles. I loved it when the power went out. It always felt kind of magical. Mm. Yeah, I it mean, was. I mean, because I, I don't. Know, I've never really been like the biggest technology fan anyway, so I kind of like the fact like when it's just um, you know battery powered like record player, and we just listen to records or you know and have candles lit all around. I thought it was really cool. Well, why don't you just shut off your power now at your place? Become one of those people. Well, I don't really use a lot. How I did... are you going to watch all of your terrible Netflix shows if you don't have power? Well, it's okay. Then, you know, I'll just read. I do that still, too. Yeah, reading's good. Okay, that's reading true. Reading is good, Greg. Yeah, reading's all right. Reading is good. Um, well, yeah, maybe you should become that person. You should mm. become that kind of a hipster Portland person. Like, yeah, actually, I don't use power at my house. So... <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, I'm anti-power. <laughs> yeah, you might not have a television, you know but where... I don't even have any power. You know where you would be screwed? Where? Eating. How are you going to microwave your pizza bites or whatever it is? I have been eating a lot better, thank you very much. And I could get, I could buy um, a cooler and get some ice and put all kinds of fresh foods in there, make sandwiches. I could live on sandwiches forever. I'm not that particular about food. Yeah, like I could just, Mm -hmm. I could just eat cold cuts and vegetable sandwiches forever. Yeah. Yeah, I could probably do that too. Mm-hmm. All right, but regardless, if the uh, uh, you know blowpocalypse or whatever we're going to call it, I don't think blowpocalypse is, is sticking. Um, Windigeden, Windigeden. I think somebody might have said that in the chat actually. So I'm not going to like I I invented the term snowpocalypse and I invented that. Well, and so that's what are we more scared about the black the impending blackout or the wind? It's both. Both of these things. I think the blackout's probably more important. Do you remember – I cannot remember what year it was and I was actually trying to look this up um, when I was thinking about blackouts. Do you remember when all the power went out downtown in Portland in like 2000 – it was like four or five? Because mm. I remember uh, I was hanging out downtown. It was, I, was I mean the, I was here. But. Yeah, I was at the Matador, I remember, which was this – if you never got to go to the Matador, it was a fucking awesome bar yeah. uh, up on Northwest Burnside. And like 21st and I was in the Matador and it was always, you know, kind of like a, a trashy, awesome, dirty, like rock and roll bar. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I was sitting in the back and it was it was like nine o'clock at night, I think, and just sitting in the back of the Matador, you know, and you're behind like a maze of, you know, like black pleather couches and cigarette smoke because you could still smoke inside. Yeah. And then all of a sudden I remember just sitting in there and the music was blaring and it was – and everything just went – and all the power went out, like, in all over Portland. And so we're all just sitting there, can't see a goddamn thing, sitting yeah. in the middle of the Matador, which at that point wasn't – I mean, it wasn't dangerous, but it wasn't also the most particular safe yeah. place in the world to be. Like, pitch black, surrounded by a bunch of drunk miscreants at 9 p.m. Did chaos just break out instantly? Uh, chaos, there were, there were people kind of started people, yelling and stuff. And then people I People started jumping behind the bar and – Nobody started jumping behind the bar, but I remember I kind of I wanted to get the fuck out of there because I'm like, okay, because I, you know, of course my mom trained me that everyone's trying to steal my purse, mm-hmm. so I grabbed my purse and my friends and and we went out into. Did the you street. pay your tab? 
Yeah, of course I paid my tab. But I mean, I, I did after the power came on, like a half an hour tab. after. But when we stumbled out into the street, I looked, and that was the weirdest thing. So we thought it was just the Matadors' power, but it was all of uh, Northwest mm. Portland. It was crazy. I've never seen. I mean, have you ever seen an entire? I don't city think I've ever out? been downtown when it's gone out. I mean. I've been around for some big power outages, and you go down to the bar, and they run it, you know, the old school, your cards the old school way. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't think that I've, I don't, I definitely wasn't downtown when that happened. Yeah. When that power outage Do you happened. remember that power outage, though? I mean, I remember, I, I don't know, there's a lot of power outages. No, I thought this one was a big deal, though, because I remember hearing about it on the news, because it, yeah. it took out all of Northwest Portland, or like a, a well, big chunk of Northwest Maybe Portland. it didn't take out Southeast, because that's probably yeah. where I was. I don't, I don't know. I don't. I mean, I know we've had some big power outages. I mean, I lose it probably once, once every two years. I know a couple of years ago, I lost power for quite a while, like several hours, maybe even longer than that overnight because of a squirrel that fried the uh, the, the trans. Um, R.I.P. Squirrel. Transformer. Transformer station. Yeah, that's uh, that's near me. Yeah, some squirrel got into something and fried the entire thing for this whole huge area of Southeast Portland. <laughs> Just was one in. little squirrel. One little squirrel. One little curious squirrel. I don't know, got in there and chewed something or somehow it, it – that's what it ended up being, that it was a squirrel that ruined the entire shutdown power for oh boy. all that time. Uh, yeah. No, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't recall being downtown when that's ever happened. Okay. But I, either way, I think I would do fine. I think that's the key. And that that's why, though, if that were to happen and chaos were to ensue, you want to secure the building we're in. Because we got a nice little secure building here. We can fire shots at people that are like, coming close. No, I'd rather just leave this building and go and hide in my Where are you going to go? In the, my cave of an apartment. How are you going to make it all the way to your apartment? Although, to be fair, I don't think I'd be able to get into my – actually, I don't think I'd be able to get into my apartment because it's all key code access. Nope. You're screwed. Yeah, you'd be locked out. I'm just realizing that right now. And now now you're coming back to my little kingdom here that we're making. No, I'm not going to be anywhere in your kingdom. Well, it's not a kingdom. I mean, it's a democracy here. You know, as long as you go along with the the right rules. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it'll it'll be a democracy. But now you're coming crawling back here to it, and you're understanding the idea of the green room, which I'll be taking sponge baths in. So that's – I mean, I'm sorry. I'm going to have to take a sponge bath. It's gonna it's, stop saying SpongeBob. I will need to. I will need to do that. This is going to have to happen that way. So now that we've established, you know, we've got this place. This is uh, these are the rules. This okay. is how it's going to happen. So I'm going to need you to be an ambassador. Like you're going to have to. You're, you're going to be, you know, the nice person. They'll go around and and try to recruit people into our group. And then if it doesn't work, you why know, do we need a group? Well, because obviously it's either they're either with us or against us. Well, I don't, don't want, want the to... the mean psychologist lady on our team. No, I don't want her either. Okay. No. I want Andrew. Uh, Andrew's cool. Oh, yeah. Well, well, definitely we need Andrew. We need Andrew. Andrew's basically going to be the doctor here. He's like a, from yeah. From Caveman Medicine. Because mm-hmm. um, uh, he's a massage therapist. He has all the knowledge in that. Yeah. Not the, not... No, Andrew's got to be one of the number one recruits. He's got to be number, one of the number yeah, one recruits. Um, absolutely. There's a really nice girl down the way who makes jewelry. She's cool. really good. Like she makes her own. Like she crafts her own jewelry, which means she's crafty. She can probably make. I've weapons. met her. She's very nice. I cannot we'll need, remember her name. I think it's Rachel. We'll need some weapons. She can. We need some weapons. She can, some weapons. She can make some weapons for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So we've got Andrew. We've got the weapons girl. Oh, the balloon guy downstairs is pretty nice. Uh, balloon guy has a lot of uh, helium. I'm sure we can use that for we some kind of something. explosive. To you know, because we uh, we obviously have to fire down at people who are trying to break into our building. Yeah. So that'll be good. All right, so we'll get balloon guy on our side. Not the grumpy oil painting guy or the um, – none of the, like, beauty 
the beautician ladies who just no, click, she's click, click around the she, yeah, halls glaring at people. Ladies, yeah. yeah, she's not very nice. No. No, so we don't want her. There's a nice older gentleman who I don't know what he does, but he's down the way. He was always smiling. Oh, I know him. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, yeah he's he good. Cool. Okay, so he's on our side. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, yeah. So we're we're starting. We so you're starting our, to see we're this. starting our army. We're building a society in mm-hmm. here. Is what it's going to work. Now, what do we do with the hot tie stone massage ladies <laughs> that rent rooms out of this building? Because oh. we've had several prostitutes that have rented out of this building before. We can have our hooker army. A uh, hooker army, yeah. Maybe they can dance in the windows to distract people. <laughs> they can be our distraction tactic. Huh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Maybe. Or if maybe. someone comes in the hall to like try to. Um, oh yeah, Brahim and Hana, because they're no longer here in the building, so they can't. We wouldn't have Brahim them, and Hana can't. Yeah, Ibrahim uh, is also not in the building anymore. Yeah, that's right. He could have stabbed people with his drawing pencils. He. Oh yes. Mm-hmm. Or draw like a, a mean caricature of somebody. To oh, and then make feelings. them cry, and then they'd yeah. walk away. Yeah, Ibrahim mm-hmm. would be able to do that. Yeah, I wish we could recruit all of them back in here. Yeah. We don't have Zach in here anymore either. We really don't know anybody. Yeah, well, the balloon guy could make us, like, you know, get together a bunch of balloons, like in that oh. the cartoon, I guess that, that sad cartoon movie that everybody cries at, and then we can all just float away with the balloons. What, up? Yeah, yeah. I never saw it. Oh. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. It's I mean, a good it looks, movie. Yeah, it looks good. Yeah, I just know that it's really sad. It's depressing. Never, yeah, oh, it's never quite seen depressing. It. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, spoilers, it's an old man who loses his wife and he's very unhappy. That's a. Uh, Whoa, that is a spoiler. Well, that's the, like in the first 10 seconds of the movie. I mean, yeah, it's it's depressing. There's a happy – I mean, there's happy stuff. But, yeah, it's it's a sad movie. Okay. We can stop talking about Sorry. it. Sorry. Well, now you got me all worked mm-hmm. up. I'm all teary-eyed. Uh, so, like right, you so have, have human emotion. So, so far, our army is – we've got Andrew, um, chief medical officer. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got crafty girl who's going to make us weapons. Uh, she's like, yeah, head uh, weapon specialist. Uh-huh. Head weapons. <laughs> yes, a head of the armory. <gasps> Oh, what about the guy downstairs who likes us sometimes, but not all the time? But he has wine and he has olive oil. I was just going to bring him up. Oh my gosh! We so he's sustenance. Want, we definitely want, uh, yeah, the olive oil wine guy. Yeah, so old man oh, sustenance. And there's also the winery that's in the building. We we got to secure that right away because okay. that'll be power. Um, okay, so we've got that, and maybe one of the tattoo studios for our prison tats. One of them, or for our blackout. Yeah, tats. because we will yeah. need our blackout tats. So we'll have to get the tats, and then we've got our. Well, for lack of a better word, our prostitute army that we're building. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, I think we'll be okay. Oh, his name is Jim. See, Jim. Of course he liked uh, Brahim and Hana because they're just like the sweetest people. Yeah, Jim's cool. I like Jim. Oh, is Jim the one down the hall? No, I think Jim's the guy, the uh, olive, olive oil, oil guy. guy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's always been nice. I almost ran into him one time and I felt really bad and he was cool about it. So, What do you mean, like with your car? No, not with my car. I was with your little body. Yeah, because I forgot something and I started running. Because I, when I forget something, I run. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I almost ran into him. And then, uh, yeah, I got. He was cool about it though. Yeah. So all right. So we have at least we know our floor. So we have a doctor, a weapon specialist. We have sustenance provi- uh, provisions. We have uh, Jim, who's really nice, and we don't quite olive know what oil he does. Jim. Or no, okay. So that's olive oil, Jim. The nice guy down the down the hall, who we don't know what he does, but he's really no. I nice. know what he does. I I know him, and I'm sorry, I'm forgetting his name right now. Oh, I don't. Uh, yes, he used to be in radio. He's a very nice guy. <gasps> oh, I wasn't thinking of that guy. Oh, you were thinking of a different. No, guy. that guy's crazy. Well, I'm not saying that. He's always been nice to me. Mm-hmm. Well, that's you saying this. You're the one calling people out mm-hmm. over here. Uh, let's see who else. You know, and I don't know what else is in this building. I mean, there's like accountants and stuff. I mean, so I think that's that's what's going to be. So today is like our day of like realizing we that, need to know our building a little bit better. There was the guy that tried to get us to host porn videos one time. Remember that? Oh my god! I don't know if we ever talked I, about we that did on the talk air. About that did on we the talk air. about it? Yeah. 
So there was a oh, guy. I um, forgot about that there's guy. Like, there was a guy down the hallway. I don't think he's there anymore. I don't anymore. even remember. No, he hasn't been here for like two years. Yeah. So what was so his, what happened? I don't even remember what he uh, looks I'm gonna, like. I'm going to explain this one. So. Uh, yeah, he was down the hall, and he worked in. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we did talk about this. All right, so he worked in no, some kind of host, entertainment. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and what he he knew what we did, and he talked to us about it for a while, and he and he approached us. He's like, "Hey, I've got a business opportunity for you that a friend of mine is working on, and I think you guys would be right for it, and I really want to team up with you for this." I'm like, okay, and the basic premise was this: it was going to be live st- a live stream, a video show. Where they would show pornographic movies, and then in between the pornographic movies, they'd have people talking and chatting about the movies that they just saw, and then oh maybe like God. a band, and then it'd be like, "All right, coming up next, we got this." Uh, it was he saying we would make like ten thousand dollars or something, like some ridiculous amount of money. Yeah, so it was, it was a live stream thing where we showed porn, and then we hosted the inter interstitial segments, and then had like stand up and. Uh, and bands come in, and then we'd play another porn. And so that was what he wanted us to do. Yeah, and promised us tons of money. And uh, shockingly, we turned down that wonderful opportunity. So I don't know. Whoever whoever got that Wherever he is. Whoever got that yeah, sweet, like, yeah, sweet gig. I don't think we want to No, because he wanted us to start out in the, hosting the porn thing. But he's like, but then it'll get into like real show content. So it'll be like a great start. Yeah, that's what he was saying. Because he was saying that he was a. I totally forgot about that guy until you brought it up. Like my, no, my I remember kind of having a hard time remembering it. Well, because we had a whole meeting with him. He wanted to have a meeting with us, and that's when he pitched it. And he came in here. I remember. Yeah, and it was just. Uh, it was so because yeah, that was awkward. Yeah, uh, Vicky is asking also in the building where the Fun Employment Radio studios are, and talking to the live chat here, funemploymentradio.com slash live. If you're a live subscriber, six ninety nine a month. The first week is free. I know we've got a couple of newer subscribers that are in here now too, which is great. Um, uh, Vicky's asking, whatever happened to the private detective guy? I don't think he's here anymore. I don't think he's – I haven't seen him in a long time. No, he's gone. Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. gone. People kind of circulate out of this building. We're, mm. We've probably been here the longest of about anybody. It's kind of like in this building and in my apartment building. and People keep moving in and out all around me, and I'm just kind of like, all right, here all I am. All around you, huh? Hmm. Uh, what? Oh, you stop that. <laughs> Oh, what, I'm like the nicest next door neighbor when I'm not posting passive aggressive notes on the bulletin board. Out people shouldn't right. cook hot fish. That's sure. all. Yeah, cool. I haven't done that in years. I've been a real. I'm a really good tenant. Okay. Well, I know. I'm. I'm sure you are. Mm-hmm. Well, see, this is. These are all the things that happen here in this building. Now I'm trying to think. Um, yeah, I don't know who else is in here. I I don't know if we did ever talk about the hosting the porn video thing on the show. Yeah, that was just because I think he listened to the show and we did, wanted to make sure that he didn't hear us talk about yeah, it. Yeah, I think that could have been it. We get approached with some weird business opportunities sometimes. I mean, and you don't, I mean, we don't want to hurt people's feelings, but sometimes we're like, fuck no. Yeah, <laughs> like it's just. It's yeah, odd. and yeah. sometimes there are amazing opportunities, and we're very grateful to have them. But other times, it's like I always want to hear whatever the opportunity is. I'm mm. Just that one was not going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so anyway, well, now All right, I think so we've, we've started come, come so we, around. So what this has taught us though is that we need to maybe uh, circulate, um, matriculate on the other floors, just so we can find out uh, who else needs to join our posse when okay. it um, yeah. when it happens. Yeah, yeah, we'll have to figure it out. Okay. All right. So there it is. Good talk, Greg. So I'm Picard, and you're number one. And we're going to have to take some sponge baths. Ew! Why'd you say we? Well, I'm going to have to. You said we are going to have to. I don't know. I'm never taking a sponge bath. Well, then you're going to be isolated somewhere else, Stinky. You're going to be on the stinky floor. Yeah, that's fine. For the people that refuse to take sponge baths. You know what? You're just the weird guy who'll be sponge bathing. I'll be fresh as a daisy. I think everyone will want to stay away from you. Going to the stinky floor. 
We are the stinky floor. Not me. Not Uh-oh. my sponge baths. Okay, please stop saying sponge baths. By the way, I'm going to call this episode Sponge Bath Greg. Ew, no, don't. Greg Sponge Bath. <laughs> no, that sounds wrong. <laughs> sponge Greg Sponge Bath. Okay. <laughs> Hi, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Greg, today is a special national holiday. Really? And I have a feeling that you might inadvertently be celebrating it tonight. Kind of flubbed that, but all. Yeah. Because April, (laughs) shut up. (laughs) April 7th, fourth floor, fourth floor. April 7th is National Beer Day. Yeah, Greg. Oh, okay. It sure is. It's National Beer Day in the United States of America. Uh, it's an unofficial holiday celebrating the end of Prohibition, which came to an end how many years ago, Greg? Um, 90? 84 years ago. 84, okay. Idiot. Yeah, so the Cullen Harrison Act in 1933 allowed Americans to purchase beer again, and beer enthusiasts throughout the world... Has spent the following decades brewing and celebrating delicious cold beer. Well, in honor of National Beer Day, I would like to point out that the Fun Employment Radio Green Room is sponsored by Worthy Brewing. Oh my gosh, I can't. If we do have a blackout apocalypse, I'm going to totally be uh, drinking Worthy beer the entire time. Yes. And uh, Worthy Brewing, seriously, one of our fine sponsors here at Fun Employment Radio. So they are the sponsors of our Green Room. That's even more of a bonus. We'll be the kings of the castle. Oh, yeah. In this thing. Mm-hmm. Because we've got the Worthy Beer. We do. Boom. We have worthy the Brewing. Right here. Sponsoring the Fun Employment Radio Green Room throughout the uh, wind-ageddon blowpocalypse that's about ready to take over Portland here. Worthy Brewing. Next up, a story out of the Magic Kingdom. What's the Magic Kingdom? Is that Disney World? It's Disneyland, Greg, but that was close enough. Or is it Disney? It's one of the Disneys. Whatever. Oh, that's the Magic- Disney's Magic Kingdom. I think that's Disney World, isn't it? Yeah, Orange County. Oh, no, that's Disneyland. That's Disneyland, right? Yeah. That's California. Okay. Yeah, my bad. All right. Well, a Michigan woman has been arrested during a fireworks display at Disney's Magic Kingdom. After a teenager and her friends wouldn't sit down and was... No, nope, I was wrong. It's, it's Walt Disney World. I was right the first time. Yeah. What? Okay. Well, it's Walt Disney oh. World. Can it's I... probably another Orange County. Cool. I'm good. Can I start my story again? Yes, please. A Michigan woman has been arrested at Disney's Magic Kingdom during a fireworks display after a teenager standing in front of her with her friends wouldn't sit down and was blocking her view. Therefore, the Michigan woman decided to take matters into her own hands and tried to strangle the high school girl. <laughs> oh, wow, that's uh, escalating the situation. Tabitha Mature. Wait a minute. If it's fireworks, aren't you just looking up anyway? I don't know how they position the fireworks at Disney's Magic Kingdom in Florida. Yeah. So this woman who strangled the, the high schooler, her name is Tabitha Mature. Her name is, uh, or do you think it's Mature? I don't I don't know. I'm, I'm looking her up right now. You don't need to look her up. It's okay. Just listen to the story. Tabitha Mature of New Baltimore, Michigan, is accused of child abuse, which is a felony. Yeah, don't. Strangle a stranger. Yeah. Especially at Disneyland or Disney World. Come on. Not necessarily the best idea. So she was booked into the Orange County Jail and released on $2,000 bond. Uh, So according to Orange County Sheriff's Office uh, arrest reports, 
the girl and and uh, other students from our high school were there at the Magic Kingdom when the nightly fireworks display began. Uh, when it did begin, they stood up. Now, Mature was behind the high school students with her family and insisted they sit down. Mature became aggravated, according to reports, and the girl and her friends finally decided to leave. As the girl was walking away, the girl said to Mature, you can take our spot. Mature's response, not a thank you, but that's when she decided to wrap both of her hands around her neck and begin squeezing on the high school student. Uh, Man. Yeah. After they had already said she that they really were leaving. really likes fireworks. Yeah, well, after they had already said that they were leaving yeah. and said you could have our spot. Uh, well, the girl suffer- suffered no uh, visible injuries, according to the report, but uh, did call her mother, and both have agreed to, agreed to prosecute. I googled Tabitha Mature and um, some interesting links that come up with that. Wait, what? What do you mean? Oh, it's oh yeah. Oh, I found her. Here she is. Here's Miss Mature. I don't know. Do you have the search, uh, <laughs> the safety search off? Do you have the safety search on? Do you like protect yourself from results? Do you have a, Do you have an adult setting, a, like a uh, a child setting on that? I don't want to inadvertently see any dong <laughs> <laughs> or bad words. There she is. There's uh, okay. Miss All right. Yep. Yep. Looks just about how you would think she would. Yep. She looks like she would strangle a. A child. Yes, she strangled a teenager. Greg, would you pick up polar bear poop for some extra cash? How much? $145. How long? Well, let me tell you. A Chinese zoo is making people some extra cash and promoting education by charging... Oh, wait, never mind. I totally read this wrong. This is even more ridiculous. Yes, are paying... Oh, no. $145... For the privilege of being able to clean up polar bear poop. And they're doing it. Why would you pay to do that? I don't know, but they're doing it. The Wuhan Haichang Ocean Park in Hubei. God, I'm sorry. I'm just totally botching everything. I really can't talk today. Talk good stuff. I talk talk hard. Uh, It's offering a service once a week to adult human guests interested in spending three hours. (laughs) Three hours. Experiencing the life of a polar bear keeper. I think that they're just tricking you. I don't think you're a polar bear keeper. I think you're just a, just a you're shit a pooper scooper. You're a, you're a human pooper scooper. And you're paying to do that. You're paying $145 for three hours to be a polar bear human pooper scooper. Why? I don't understand. Well, the guests who do you must get to under- ride the polar bear or anything? Like- I'm pretty sure you don't get to ride the polar bear. Well, then it's not worth it. The guests who must undergo health checks and attend... A short training session prior to their $145 shift are given the opportunity to prepare food, feed the bears, but their main duty is cleaning up the bear feces. So uh, a 26-year-old who wasted their money by recently taking the polar bear experience is what it's called, uh, named Lee. I don't understand. Are you actually around a polar bear? You are around a polar bear. Well, it's clearly not going to be in the cage while you're scooping up the poop. I think that, yeah, I mean, you have to at least, I'm, I'm sure you get like a glimpse of a polar bear. Well, I can do that with the zoo admission. Why would I pay extra for this? Yeah, so it's, uh, so the park spokesperson said the goal of the program is education, you know, not to get make money off of schmucks wanting to pick up giant bear turds. Uh, they said, <laughs> no, it's the first time 
The park has had a program targeting adults. It's a pilot to popularize science and knowledge of the animal for the public good. We're not doing it for the money. We actually don't want too many participants as that would disturb them. So I guess maybe you do come into contact with them a bit. All right. Yeah, no, I'm going to pass on that. Now, if somebody paid you $145 for three hours? Mm, maybe. That's like $50 an hour. Yeah. We've done worse, I'm Do I sure. get to ride the polar bear? Like, put a saddle on it? You try to ride the polar... You know how big polar bears are. Yeah, that would not trained, end like well Like a trained polar bear. Oh, like in Two Lovers and a Bear? Uh, kind of. Yeah. All right, and I do have one final story, which made me feel a little <laughs> bit better. What? Oh, I was looking in the chat. Somebody posted a picture of uh, Putin riding a polar bear. Bend it. Oh, yes. Shirtless, of course. Mm-hmm. And finally, I have a story. Greg, have you ever talked to your pets or perhaps sang to them? Yes. Well, don't worry. You now a new study the... has come out that you're not a crazy person. In fact, yes. sometimes it's actually a sign of intelligence. Sweet. Good. Because I talk to everything. So it's called anthropomorphizing, which is given, uh, giving human-like tendencies to inanimate objects and animals. Uh, and it's now been analyzed to be a natural byproduct of the tendency that makes humans uniquely smart on this planet. Uh, this is done by a behavioral science professor at the University of Chicago named Nicholas Epley. So people who, uh, oh, I got through it once. Let me see if I can say it without fucking it up again. Uh, people who anthropomorphize are actually uniquely smart. It's like if you're talking so to... So you're saying I'm a genius because I sing to animals. No, but I'm saying so am I Walter, because... where are you? I miss you so much. It's my Walter song. Yeah, so if you do something like uh, shout at your car for being difficult... Like, talk to it as if it's a thing. Like, why won't you start? That's anthropomorphizing. If okay. you're uh, yelling at the weather, going, like, God, the weather's really angry out there today. That's you giving it human-like characteristics. Arr, shake my fist at it. Yes, shake your fist at the sky. Old man yells at cloud. Arr. Yes. Um, but it is a sign not of craziness, but supposedly intel- uh, intelligence. So recognizing the mind of another human being involves the same psychological process as recognizing the mind in other animals or gadgets. It's a reflection of our brain's greatest ability rather than a sign of stupidity. All right. Good. This mm. makes me feel better about myself. It makes me feel better about myself, too. Yeah. But this could have also been written by a crazy person. I don't care. The world. Choose to believe what you want to believe. That was a, that was a really inspirational quote I just gave everybody. Choose to believe what you want to believe? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, I'm sorry. Did you get this? Did you say somebody else had a tree fall in their house? Uh, listener Zame posted that. Uh, uh, Andy in the Mighty Southeast just posted, and a tree just fell on, fell down in his yard and popped his gas meter off, so he had a gas leak. Oh, Jesus. He just wrote that a- two Andy minutes ago. Andy in the Mighty Southeast? Andy in the Mighty Southeast. Oh, dang, He man. sent pictures. Well, everybody be careful out there. Like, we're joking about blackout stuff, but that, this shit is no No, joke. it really is a pretty big windstorm. Yeah, be careful. Right All right. So anyway, sorry, just saw that, but uh, oh, there wow. you have it. Yeah, that's a pretty big... Uh, dang. 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 All right, there you have it, my friends. There's your world. Crazy. Dang, Derek. 
Yes, be careful out there. Further proof that we're going to need to build our own uh, empire here. All right. Um, we need is to do some is? ball talk. Before I do that, though, yes. you know, the perfect place. Actually, and I, I've talked about this before. The perfect place to go during an apocalypse would be next adventure. Oh, my gosh. Because they the have perfect place. everything. They have everything that you'd ever need for equipment. They have clothing. They have warmth. They have water. They have snacks. They have snacks. Yeah, they do. Next like adventure. dehydrated would... food pack things. They have everything. Okay, so Next Adventure, which is the fine sponsor of Fun Employment Radio, nextadventure.net is their website. And of course, their main store is right here in Portland on the corner of Stark and Grand. They've got water filters. Uh, they've got any kind of outdoor equipment you would ever want. <laughs> You're so aggressive with the water. They have water filters. I love my water filter. It is one of my favorite purchases. Greg has even said he loves his water filter so much that if it came, if push comes to shove, if he can't take sponge baths, if the water stops running, then he would actually use his own body water, run it through the filter, I mean, if it and was sponge life, bathe himself with that. If we're in a life or death situation, well, of course. yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to recycle the water. You will recycle your body baths. water for your sponge baths and yes. then wipe it all over your body. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because that's how much you trust your water filter from Next Adventure. It is true. If you'd like to get this trustworthy of a water filter, you go to nextadventure.net or visit them on the corner of Southeast Grand and Southeast Stark. Yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. Next Adventure. They really are awesome. All right. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. balls. It's kind of a potpourri of balls today. A little bit of smattering. A little okay. of this, a little of that. But I do have shocking news. Shocking. To round out ball talk. Shocking news. Shocking. First up, this one's more of a visual thing, but I'll, I'll get a link over uh, so you can watch it at funemploymentradio.com under this <laughs> under this uh, link. And it is something that happened during a soccer match in the United Kingdom. A football match. What are you doing? Are you writing notes down over there? What are you doing? Yes, I'm making a note of something that we need to remember. I'm listening to you. Football. Isn't it, if it's in the UK, isn't it football? I don't mean to correct you, but since you're not talking I about American soccer. I think they call it football soccer. over there, too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm saying it's soccer. Because this is America. But this happened in the United Kingdom. I know, anyway, that's what I'm uh, so the uh, what happened is there was a match between uh, two different clubs that was stopped for seven minutes because a dog ran onto the field and runs back and forth and nobody can seem to catch it and it's like a little beagle kind of looking dog and it, it thinks everybody's trying to play with it judging by the video and so it just runs back and forth up and down this field and nobody can catch the dog. It's Is it a amazing. cute dog? It's a pretty cute dog. Oh, my God. It's a pretty cute dog. I know that's visual. I just wanted to announce that to make sure you look that up today. Oh, it's a, yeah, it's a beagle. Oh, they're a cute. A beagle named Dusty. Dusty the beagle. Dusty ran onto the field. The uh, owner of the... <laughs> the owner of the... the see the dogs. Oh, so the, the owner is actually one of the players. Uh, Asa Charlton. Is, the, is one of the dog's owners. And so it got away from his family and ran out onto the field. And uh, his quote was, it was probably my worst nightmare. My wife, <laughs> mother, and daughter running about on the pitch of my match. Because <laughs> running about, yeah. Because in the video, now that makes more sense. Because there's this little girl trying to run and catch the dog. Oh, my God. So that was, that was his daughter. So his, his wife, mother, and daughter are all out there trying to catch his dog, <laughs> Dusty. That ruined the entire soccer match. That's That's hilarious. All right. Moving on to Bell Talk. Um, the 
I'm just going to make this. And I, like I said, it's a potpourri of balls. It's a smattering. It's a little of this, a little of that. The uh, World Hockey Championships are going to be taking place pretty soon. And so this happens every year. And in women's hockey, for the 18th straight year, the U.S. will take on Canada in the gold medal match. Oh. Apparently no other country can top the U.S. or Canada in this uh, to make it to the final. In so hockey? it's only been 17 years. And they have played in every single one of them in the gold medal match, U.S. and Canada. So uh, the U.S. has won six of the last seven finals, by the way. So go uh, U.S. women's hockey team. I just want to put that in there. Go! Dwayne from Canada may have won the Fun Employment Radio Tournament of Champions, but uh, the U.S. women's hockey team is going to beat Canada. Oh, is that your smack talking? That's my smack talking. Wow, that was really scary. Smack talking. Uh, moving on to ball talk. Sarah, do you know who LeVar Ball is? No. LeVar Ball is the father of the UCLA player Lonzo Ball. Is he the father of the two ones that he's, he's got trying to package three, them together? He's got three sons. Okay. Um, I don't know if... And I think the like other ones are in high school dollars still. or something? Yes. Lonzo Ball is is a star. He's, he's already committed to the draft, and he's supposedly going to get drafted pretty high. His dad doesn't know when to shut up. So his dad's, his dad's just, eventually this is going to make Alonzo Ball's life hell. Um, but LeVar Ball, so UCLA during the uh, tournament went out, I think, in the Sweet 16. They lost to, gosh, I don't even remember who they lost to. It doesn't even matter. Wisconsin, I think, or something like that. Anyway, they lost and went out of the, out of the tournament. Oh, Kentucky. They lost to Kentucky. There we go. Well, LeVar Ball now is making a statement about why they went out. And this is his public statement he made. Realistically, you can't win no championship with three white guys because the foot speed is so is too slow. Because there were, he had three white teammates on his team at UCLA. This is LaVar Ball, not Lonzo Ball. LaVar Ball that is saying that. So he said they lost so because the they dad had... The dad said they lost because they had white guys on their team. <laughs> Good job, buddy. That's good marketing for your... It's just going to make his son's life hell, man. Yeah, that's embarrassing. That's... Yeah. Yeah. So, LeVar Ball. World-class dude. Got Lonzo Ball's first season. His dad has also already said that his son is better than Steph Curry, better than LeBron James, better than Michael Jordan. Um, said he, was, she, he should get a billion-dollar shoe contract... All these things, all of the players in the NBA are going to hear all of this, and unfortunately, it's going to get taken out on Lonzo Ball. Oh, yeah, of course it will. I mean, it, it will. Just wait till LeBron James goes against Lonzo Ball. I kind of, I kind of looking forward I'll to watch it. That. Yeah, or Steph I'll Curry. Watch that. Yeah. Poor kid. <laughs> well, I'm not too poor. He's still going to be an NBA player. Yeah. Uh, all right, He's moving fine. on to Ball Talk. Sarah, who is a famous former quarterback? That does not play in the NFL. Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow. You got it. It was either going to be Tim Tebow or, or Johnny, football. Johnny Football. That's all I know. And uh, Tim Tebow is now trying to become a, well, he's a, he's a baseball player in the very, very, very minor leagues, Class A. He wants to be an, an MLB player. He's 29 years old, kind of old to start uh, pursuing that dream, but he is a good athlete, and he played in his first game with the Class A Columbia Fireflies. 
taking on the Augusta Green Jackets. Oh. You know why they're called the Augusta Green Jackets? I do not. Because the Masters is uh, golf tournament is played in Augusta, and uh, the winner of the Masters gets a green jacket. I thought they got a gold jacket. A green, no, a green jacket. What's a gold jacket? I don't know. Isn't there like a goldy, like mustard-colored jacket? Probably, but that's not the Masters. That's the green jacket. It's the famous green jacket that you get. Anyway, the Augusta Green Jackets baseball team taking on the Columbia Fireflies, who Tim Tebow maybe plays for. Maybe I'm thinking of that for like a movie or something. Maybe that was from uh, Happy Gilmore. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Possibly. Tim Tebow, though, in his very first at-bat, swung and hit a home run. Tim Tebow hit a home run on his very first in his very first at bat for the Class A Columbia Fireflies. I told you it's a potpourri ball, so there's not a whole lot. I'm sorry, Ready I'm for some to shocking involve- news? Yes, I'm shocked. Shocking news. I'm shocked. I mean, yes, I'm prepared to be shocked. <sighs> shocking news. Sarah? Aaron Rodgers of the Green Bay Packers. Very famous football player, one of the mm-hmm. best football players in the NFL is now a single man being reported right now from People Magazine, from a source close to the situation. Olivia Munn and Aaron Rodgers have amicably ended their relationship of three years. Oh, my gosh. They reportedly remain close friends and wish nothing but the best for each other moving (laughs) forward. I bet they do. That's a lie. You know that's a lie. So, uh, yeah, Olivia Munn and Aaron Rodgers, I thought they were engaged, I believe. I thought so, too. Maybe they weren't ever. But they are now separated. So you're saying there's a chance for you, Greg. I'm saying there's a chance for me. Ah, uh, no, Olivia Munn is just kind of weird now. I don't. Yeah, she's too skeletal. She's lost way too much weight, and she's just kind of weird. And she's just kind of irritating, quite honestly. Yeah, I used to have really, really have a thing for her. I liked her in the newsroom because I'd never seen her in anything she was great else. In the and then I saw her in other things. I'm like, oh, that's what you really like. You kind of suck. <laughs> she was great in the newsroom. Oh, I didn't realize what time it was, but I do need to play this because Green Bay Packers fans did blame Olivia Munn for some of Aaron Rodgers' poor play. And uh, I wanted to play this just in honor of Green Bay Packers fans everywhere. This is a song, a tribute song from a fan on YouTube. Is this like from? This is from uh, Eddie J. Lemberger. If it wasn't saying Aaron Rodgers, I would think it was from like 1972 or something. That's very poorly recorded. Uh, it's being asked in the chat, and by in the chat, I mean by me in the chat. Greg, would you want to be Olivia Munn's feeder? No. Okay. This is for Packers fans. We have a lot of listeners in Wisconsin. Oh, and he is rocking. It was Eddie J. Lemberger with his hit song, Aaron Rodgers Rock and Roll. Tribute song to our great GBQB by Eddie J. Lumberger. Okay. EddieJ.com. All right. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. All right, Sarah. Well, we made it through without a uh, without wind again taking us out. Yeah, it's true. What? I was going to say we should totally just edit it to make it look like we got cut off. 
I'll oh, be so like, oh, do we made of... it through. Like, do, be like kooky. Be like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't we have a birthday? We do have a birthday. We do have a birthday. We have a birthday. We got a birthday. It's Peter's birthday. It's Peter. Is Actually, it? I think we have two. Te- okay, we do. Yes, uh, mm. but. Technically, I believe his birthday is on Sunday. Oh, boy. Someone's so, getting a little greedy. kind of jump on the gun a little, little bit. But greedy. since we don't have a show until Monday, he does get that choice. So we're going to go ahead and say happy birthday today. Happy birthday, Peter. Happy birthday, Peter. Happy birthday Peter. to you. Happy birthday he's... to you. Happy birthday to you. Hot damn right. I don't think of Peter. I'm thinking of... Uh, Why are you giving Ju- him an accent? He doesn't have I don't an know. Peter Pan. Well, because I was thinking of Julia <laughs> Roberts from uh, when she was uh, Tink in Hook. What? And she's like, Peter, you got to believe. I'm sure he's loving I... that. Sorry, Peter. Sorry to ruin your birthday with that. You know what? You ruined Sorry, Sarah his birthday. did that. Anyway. You ruined Happy birthday. Birthdays. All right. And we have another birthday. We do not. It was somebody's uh, alert to remind us of somebody else's birthday. Oh, okay. Not, All right. So, so we do. That False alarm. Technically my bad. It is only <laughs> Peter's birthday today. Oh, no, it's not. We have another birthday oh today. Oh, my God. My ah. gosh. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And I'm, I'm saying this because I already bought him a birthday shot because I saw him yesterday. So I kind of oh, forgot that it's right. his birthday you're right. today. You're right. Hang on. Let me pull it up. Technically, I already helped him celebrate his birthday. So... All right, well, screw it. We'll throw the birthday rules. We'll we'll tweak them a little bit today because it is Ken's birthday. Ken, Kenneth. happy happy birthday! And I'm so sorry for uh, well, your aus- your sweet hockey jersey that you had on yesterday. I'm sorry for saying that the image looked like a penis because it did. Again, ruining birthdays. Happy here. birthday! Happy birthday! Happy birthday to you! Happy birthday to you! Happy birthday to you! Was I wrong though? No, it did look like I know, and I totally, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. It was a Star Wars hockey jersey. It was a rogue jersey, and it totally looked like a penis. It it did. The X Wing (laughs) did kind of look the way it was. It looked slightly penis ish. It did kind of look like a penis. But it was a really cool uh, shirt, nonetheless. (laughs) It was a jersey, Sarah. It's not a shirt. It was a hockey. Is that like how an, uh, it was a Rogue One hockey jersey? Not a doll, it's an action figure. They are action figures. My Mm -hmm. G.I. Joes were action figures, and I had a lot of them, and I love them. And I love him, and I love him. Did you get stuck in a loop there? And I love him, and I love, I love him, him and I love him, and I love him. I'll go and squeeze him and love him forever. All right, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning into Fun Employment Radio. I do want to say this, if you are listening right now, I am actually heading downtown for a, another show on digital trends. And oh, God, I forgot that you're going to be in the in that huge building. Uh, yeah, I was informed today oh, uh, that the building that I'm going into, it's the Bank Tower downtown, and it's, I don't know, 30-some stories tall. It's designed to wave in the wind oh, like, up to like that. Are you several me? meters, I guess, back and forth. What if so it the snaps? Building, oh, it's How just, high up are you? You're pretty high. Are you on the top half? You don't have to say what floor, but... Um, are you in the middle? I'm, about, I'm in the middle. Yeah, so... It moves in the wind. I mean, a lot of buildings do that, but I guess this one in particular, you can really feel it. That's terrifying. Yeah. That's like I, I saw people uh, putting up the tram warnings today. Like, oh, yeah, just be careful. The tram's going to be windy. I'm like, that is my nightmare. Yeah. Who would be? I know that some people have to to commute, yeah. but being on the tram when it's 60 miles an hour wind. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So anyway, be safe up there. Yes, I will be safe. And everyone but, have a lovely weekend. Yes. I was. My key is I'm going to be live at 2 p.m broadcasting live at 2 p.m. That was the 
was what I was trying oh. to get to. All right. So where can people listen to you? At digitaltrends.com, sir. Awesome. Or on YouTube. Yeah, that'd be great. If you want to join us between the streams. Join in the chat, too. It's fun, to, it's fun to chat with Greg, too. Yeah. It'll be live on Facebook and YouTube. So 2 p.m. Pacific time today. I hope you don't blow away, Greg. I hope not to. Okay. Well, good um, luck with that. Yeah. Everybody have a really great weekend. Yes, have a great weekend. <laughs> we'll talk to you on Monday with more Fun Employment Radio. Amazon.com. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.